good thing you're here for this one tonight, guys. This is going to be a barn burner. This is going to be awesome. We're going to burn barns. Yep, live on the tagline. All of them. We're going to fit them into our little filming space. We're going to burn those barns. Which is our dining room in our apartment. But behind the scenes, this is what you get when you're here early. Anyways, let's get this started. Woo! What's going on, everybody? This is the tagline. Oh, yeah. We are ready for this show tonight. Are you? Are you, uh, though? I feel kind of ready. Are you, though? I feel kind of ready. I don't think the chat is ready because there's nobody there. They'll come. If, <laughs> if you chat it, they will come. That doesn't make any sense. You know what? I'm trying to reference Field of Dreams. This is talking about movies. We need to talk about movies. I got to reference a movie, Field of Dreams. There you go. Shut up. You don't even know sports. What are you talking about? Wait, that was a sports movie? That was a sports movie. Oh. Uh, what's going on, everybody? We are the Cinefanatics. My name's Chris Adams. And I'm Robert Adams. And you're here for the tagline. This is the show where the tagline is the title of the show. Did you think about that all by yourself? Or... <laughs> yeah, months ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. Woo, that looks pretty right there. Well, it looks pretty. It's... You're looking at me. Yeah, you are. Please don't call me pretty. You're my there brother. We go. That's weird. I had to correct my uh, my computer down here looking at because it, it was showing us at 144p. That's not even standard definition. That's that's not even definition. <laughs> that's a def. That's no. That's that is hurtful. <laughs> that's awesome. That's shun. That's shun. I'm shunning. I'm shunning that kind of uh, bandwidth. Oh, that's fantastic. Anyways, <laughs> great way to great way to start this show right off the bat. Can't talk. Can't and doesn't want to talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, in case y'all don't know, uh, if y'all are new to this channel, we are brothers. <laughs> that would be why down here both of our uh, last names are exactly the same. Not saying that everyone that has the same last name is related. There's but multiple ways that people could have the same last name at this point. That's true, but that's not the kind of entertainment they came here for this channel for. Uh, anyways, so yeah, we typically talk about movies, movie news. Uh, we'll talk about the movie trivia schmodown a little bit on this. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. We've got some great stuff planned uh, because... We're, we're actually having to plan some stuff now. There's nothing going on. We have to come up with ideas that aren't talking about movie news. Although we got some, we got some stuff to talk about tonight for sure. But we're just kind of, we're just planning on having a fun time. Um, it's gonna be a lot more fun the more people that show up because there'll be some audience participation. Get to play around with some stuff oh, yeah. later. Yep. So uh, first off, we'll answer Jake's question: Am I trying to grow a quarantine beard? That depends on how you define beard. And trying. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm growing something. I'm not sure it's facial hair at this point. It remains to be seen. Every time I hear that, like, when someone asks, like, are you trying to grow a beard? I'm always, I'm, I always imagine, like, trying to grow a beard. Like, you're sitting there concentrating on, like... All, all trying to grow a beard requires of you is to do literally nothing. But, I mean, you hear that, and it sounds like it's supposed to be some kind of action that you're supposed to be responsible for. Oh, yeah. If you, if you remember back, like, 80s, 90s, the uh, the Play-Doh uh, barber, there was the Play-Doh barber thing where you stick the Play-Doh in the thing that has the preparations at the top. You push the whole thing down on a barber chair, and it 
pushes the play-doh out the top the holes out the top to create hair mm -hmm. that's what i that's what i imagine when i hear someone say you're trying to grow a beard they're like mm, and it all just pops out or you do mm, and your body makes some kind of sound that you don't want heard on camera that didn't happen this is a weird weird night y'all we're uh we're going to be doing a lot of uh, making comments, and the other one's just going to stare blankly, wondering why. Why is this? Why? Why? Like that. Just like that. Anyways, so, how's things been? Things have been. Yeah. Things are going. Still going. Don't know where they're going, but they're going. Nice. Just uh -um. crashing into walls, and... I don't know, man. There's... Eh, the world is in a state of disarray, and everyone's tired of hearing about that by now. Yeah. Uh, so I will have to tell you, I'm going to get a little personal on this. Oh, Lord, do you have to? Just a little. Um, I'm going to go pet the cat. Yeah. Where's she? Oh, she's just wandering around. Yeah. Um, I've been, like, pr getting pretty out of it now. Pretty out of it. Yeah, like, I'm just... Uh, I'm, uh, I'm starting to, like, just not be happy with everything just you're just now starting to not be happy with everything there's a worldwide pandemic and you're just now starting to not be happy with everything well it, it, it's it's not necessarily that in fact here i'll show you give me one second this is fantastic radio so uh welcome y'all to the stream and I have no idea what's happening right now. So I was I'll, not consulted about this beforehand. I will tell you, like, one of the sources of my frustration is this Hidden Valley Ranch Blasted Ranch Dressing, Flavor Blasted. This stuff is nasty. And if Hidden Valley Ranch wants to ever sponsor us, don't make this. This is gross stuff. Don't, don't get that. Anyways, I got that the other night, just been just out of it ever since. Right. How have you been? I've been fine because I haven't been eating that ranch. Oh, so you're doing super. <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, I made tacos. And, you know, here in Texas, it doesn't matter if it's Tuesday or not. You ha you eat tacos. I still have more tacos. I'll probably eat more tacos it's after actually, this. It's actually a part of, like, the staple of food throughout the day. Although, technically, it is Tuesday today. Breakfast, lunch, taco, dinner, dessert, beer. Well, technically, breakfast is a taco, lunch is a taco, and dinner is a taco. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. Beer is not a taco. Yeah. But you could probably... Oh, you could make, put beer into a taco. You can make fish tacos with, like, beer-battered fish. And, like, that's not what this channel's for. This is a this is not a cooking channel. You don't <laughs> need to know be. about... I could talk about food, like, all day. You need to know about stuff like that. Um, anyways, yeah, so here's the thing. And that was, joking aside, we're, we are still stuck in a world where this virus is constantly making news. Um... My thing where I actually am kind of like tired, like some of the stuff, first of all, I'm tired of hearing its name because every day I hear the name of it and it's just, it, it, I, I'm just tired of it. And I, there are certain key words that are also said every day that I'm tired of hearing. I'm tired of hearing essential or social distancing. Yeah. Like these are, these are phrases that have only come into modern lingo within like the past month. And now all of a sudden it is said multiple times a day. 
It's kind of like, uh, if you remember back when you were younger listening to the radio, you'd hear that same song play over and over and over again. I know for me was uh, Brandy and Monica's The Boy Is Mine. Every other song was The Boy Is Mine. Yeah. And I was I, I was a boy and I didn't belong to anyone, so <laughs> I hated that song. Wait, you were a boy? I was a boy back then. All right, good to know. Uh so, like, I just was not a fan of that of that song. So that's what's happening is this is playing over and over and over again. You can't skip, you can't fast forward, but the words, so they're real short and quick, and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't even know, like, I, from what I can tell, a lot of YouTubers aren't even saying the words anymore. And I don't know if that's, for some reason, like, YouTube is doing this thing where they're starting to take down videos or not, not pump out the videos that are using the actual words. And I don't know why. It's more YouTube stuff, and mm -hmm. YouTube's got issues. But that might be why uh, barely anybody has shown up. But although Malcolm is here, so I want to say hi to Malcolm. Thanks for thanks for ch popping in there, Malcolm. Yeah. Um, outside of that, no one else has really uh, popped in. So I, I'm, I'm blaming YouTube for that. I, I know uh, SCN was having that issue also. So. Well, it, I mean, it, it happens, and. Mm -hmm. I, I will still say that we're we're a young baby YouTube channel still. Sure. Uh, I mean, we're only like twelve hundred subscribers as of this video, so yeah, that's not an excuse. Well, I mean, over time, you can be at twelve hundred subscribers and have a dedicated audience. You could, yeah, but I mean, it's still just kind of. Eh. It's, it, it's still young. I don't expect everyone to be flocking. Plus, the two of us in particular, we are were, boring. We no. Way to build the self-esteem there, build up the channel. Uh, the two of us kind of work in a space of a lot of creators. Yeah. Uh, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning, we'll talk about movie <clears throat> trivia, Schmodown. And that is a particular space full of creators on YouTube that we are affiliated with in some form. Yeah. Um, whether it's like reactors or other after shows, uh, for example, the Call to Action podcast YouTube channel, uh, which we have members of them uh, moderating in our chat, like Jake Yacoveta. Mm -hmm. uh, so thanks to uh, C2A for that. Uh, go check out the Call to Action podcast. Uh, not right now because you're watching us, but go check them out. They're a great channel. Uh, I love those guys. But. <laughs> Because of that, there's other people in that space that are also streaming. Typically, they're all streaming at the same time. Yeah. So you do lose a, a part of that. Well, I wouldn't say YouTube is a competition. You do lose some viewership to that. It's a competition if everyone's live streaming at the same time. I mean, and that's the thing. Um, and if you're the type of channel like here, I, I, I still feel like that we are building up on views and watches and sure. subscribers. Uh, not so much like people uh, like coming in like donating money via Super Chats or Streamlabs, like the link that's up above his head. Uh, if you would like to, you can. There, those options are definitely available, and it would definitely help us out because there's more improvements and stuff that we want to do with this channel. But yeah, we can't because we're limited in funds, especially right now where everybody is limited in funds. Yeah, I mean so. that's just the way of the world right now. So. I uh, got a couple people here. Ed, Ed has hopped in here. Ed Haskell, thanks so much for jumping in here and uh, hanging out with us, Ed. That's super awesome of you. And then Tyler is also here. Yep. Tyler, one of our uh, one of our mainstays. Yeah. In the chat, so glad to have all these guys here with us right now because we're gonna have some fun. And the more participants in the chat, the better it's gonna be. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. So, uh, if, for those of y'all in the chat, if y'all are watching right now, uh, feel free to tweet this out. Let people know, hey, we're going to have some fun here in a little while. Uh, people are going to want to be in the chat for this. Pull some, pull some, pull some friends in. Bring some friends. Call your mom. Let her know. Come S hang out with us. Slap your uncle. Ask him why he's not already watching us. We don't uh, promote violence here on this channel. Yeah. Uh, it's a friendly slap. It means I love you. And watch the Cinefanatics. We're in a mood tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, hopefully, uh, again, hopefully go with what's going on in the world, we're going to bring like some humor. Uh, and we'll talk about, we'll have some fun movie news. If you like movies, that's why you're watching us, because mm -hmm. we're fanatics of the cinema. The cinemas that are currently not open oh. to see movies in. <laughs> I still hate the fact that the, the last new movie we saw was Bloodshot. And like, no, you uh, don't hate that. That's something I've been saying, and now you're adopting that phrase. No, I, I don't like it either. Because I mean, both of us have been on. Uh, I mean, you can even watch our review on here because get your own opinions. Jeez. Well, I mean, I can't help if my opinion matches. You yours. thought that movie was all right. It was all right, but it was like on the eh side of all right. Would you stop doing that? <laughs> what? <laughs> that. Whatever that is. Anyways, so we're going to... <laughs> what are you talking Moving on. <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> so, ah! yeah, so yeah, we're going to talk movie news. And why are you drinking soda out of a whiskey glass? That's not just soda. There is whiskey in there as well. Okay. That is a Jack and Cream Soda Dr. Pepper. Like Jack and Cream Soda Dr. Pepper. That sounds so good. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Haskell in the in the chat dialing the cemetery. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm glad that you're willing to go to those links, but you don't. Uh, no. Appreciate, just, appreciate the effort. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> it's a little morbid. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So th those of you who have people, friends, family that are alive, bring them over. There we go. <laughs> Yeah. Bring the bring bring out your your dead. Bring out your dead. What was that from Mon uh, Monty Python, the Holy Grail? Yeah. Oh, that might pop up again later. Will it? Maybe. I'm gonna. I would say I'm gonna pop over to Streamlabs, but it is not loading for me. Oh, <clears throat> speaking of Streamlabs, I've got that up, uh, loaded up here. Oh, and oh, there it goes. No, nothing. Right. Okay, right, cool. Anyways, going back. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Vin Diesel gets the last laugh. I mean, here's the thing: like his movie came out, and then immediately they're like, "Oh yeah, we're also gonna postpone uh, Fast Nine to, for like a whole nother year." So I mean, kind of. He kind of got the last laugh. Yeah. Also, his beer is destroying the world right now. Yeah, his beer. <laughs> Time to switch to Dos Equis, Vin. <laughs> Just saying. I'm not always thirsty, but when I am, I don't drink that beer. Yeah. That would uh, that would make the Dos Equis guy the most interesting man in the world, though. <laughs> like I'm drinking that one. <laughs> oh sure, blackballed the dead. Sorry. <laughs> well, you know how we do on this channel. <laughs> but it, it's but a flesh wound. Yes, it is. Um. So yeah. So we get Fast Nine, Fast and Furious Nine, F Nine, whatever they want to call this one, because. I, I kind of like F the fact, nine. going back into some of these, do you realize that there's like at least one that I remember of that technically did not ever get an official title? What, the Fast and Furious movies? Yeah. 
I think it was like Fast and Furious. I think it was like Fast and Furious Six. Like there was Fast Five, and then there was there's Fast and Furious. There was well, there was so That's there was four. the no, not that one. Uh, there's the Fast and the Furious. Fast Six. There's two Fast Two Furious. Five. There's the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Then there's Fast and Furious, which is four. Yeah. Fast Five. Which apparently is five. Which we expected it to be Furious Six, but it was actually like. So that was it. That was so that one. The sixth one was like okay. So is this Fast and Furious Six or is it Fast Six Furious Six? They were never official, and I think like the only thing really was like in the movie itself. The car drove by and revealed the title like Furious yeah. Six, and that was about it. I thought it was like Furious Seven. Well, seven took up the Furious title. And there was that too. So was Seven like Fast and Furious Seven or like. This is the dumbest conversation in the world. No, it's dumb, but here, here's the point of it, is the <laughs> fact that that franchise is so massive, is doing so well still, that they technically do not have to officially title their movies, and people will still go see <laughs> they it. They can literally just get away with a key on a Windows keyboard. Pretty much, yeah. F9. <laughs> F9. <laughs> F9. Yeah. Uh, so, like, F9, or F9... <sighs> Fast and Furious 9 was postponed, and we've talked about it before. There's a slew of movies that were postponed. A whole dang year. But, yeah, apparently, I guess there was some more. Yeah, there's a bunch of movies that have been postponed now. Uh, we're about to enter into the first summer, I think, probably in recorded history, at least for a very long time, where there wasn't what would be considered a summer blockbuster movie. Yeah. Uh, there's still a few There's still a few there, but, I mean, at this, at this rate... They're all pretty much going to get moved. I know. What was it Morbius, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Uncharted, and Peter Rabbit? I don't really consider Peter Rabbit a blockbuster, but all those movies got pushed to next year. Like uh, they're all moving an entire year, pretty much. Yeah, like the the Olympics, an entire year. Yeah, everything. Like we're we're going to cut twenty twenty out of our minds, consider it a wash, and start over in twenty twenty one. And that That's was nuts. Like, and I, I saw someone, I saw someone talking about this so far, and they're like, "Twenty twenty is going to be the worst year of movies, but twenty twenty one easily is going to be the best year. We are going to be inundated with movies in twenty twenty one." Well, the question is, is there's a lot of movies that were already planning on coming out in twenty twenty one, and yeah. now they have to push around and make Either room the, for the yeah twenty twenty movies that now need a, need a home. Yeah, either they either they delayed themselves and they get pushed back, or the studios are gonna start readjusting their opinion of like how to make money with it. Yeah, because uh, you're gonna get some. There's even a potential. And I seriously doubt business wise studios are really going to do this, but there might be a potential where you get like two movies from the same studio coming out that same weekend. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen because that just still is not smart money. I but think I think as we move into twenty twenty one, the movies that were originally uh, slated to come out that year yeah. are going to get pushed around. Mm. Everything like nothing is is for sure anymore. Everything's going to all the dates for all the movies upcoming. They're all going to get shifted. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's that that's going to happen, and here, the issue not really an issue I would say is the complication that I foresee happening is for like someone like us mm -hmm. that we're still a fledging fledgling uh, YouTube channel we are fledging we are a fledgling YouTube channel that is uh, essentially we haven't reached the level where we're getting like 
preview screenings or critic screenings or anything. We're going to see movies like the night they come out as quickly as possible. See the movie and then shoot a review and hopefully get that review up within a day or two. I don't know if I'm going to remember how to do a review. <laughs> and that's the thing. So, we're, but we're coming into a time period now where we're going to have to do like two or three movies in one weekend. Yeah. And get those videos up. Now, I'm not complaining about that because... I mean, it's nice and easy right now. We really, again, we don't have much to do except, like, tagline and a uh, reaction to the Schmodown. Yeah, which is is not great, especially if your YouTube channel is trying to grow. It's not good just to have those oh, two pieces of content and yeah, that's it. No, I've, I've been watching. We've, we've been losing subscribers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unfortunately, that happens. Uh, but, I mean, we haven't lost a lot. I, it's going back to where I think people understand the times that we're in sure. and they understand that like, look, this is a, a still a baby YouTube channel. They're tolerant of it. As long as they like our content, they like us personally, which is why I'm hoping people are watching our live stream. Right. Um, but the, the issue we have here is that since you're, you're not seeing a whole lot of new movies coming in, uh, and it's the reason why I think all of these got pushed back an entire year and aren't just being delayed this year. And it's why I think even movies that are being delayed are actually eventually just going to get pushed to next year. You're looking at a situation where movie studios are not going to want to fork over the marketing dollars if they're not sure that they can meet a deadline. Yeah. The idea is you want your movie to come out in July. Well, we don't know if theaters are going to be reopened in July at this point. So we're not going to start spending money on trailers and pumping out trailers right now when uh, when we don't know if the movie's going to meet that that release date in July. Um, I mean, we haven't seen anything. I know, like, they put out, like, the final trailers for Black Widow. They put out the final trailers for uh, No Time to Die. All these movies that are currently still slated for this year. Now they got to do the final, final trailer. Yeah, all these, all these movies <laughs> that are still slated for this year. They don't, they haven't been... You haven't seen any other trailers or any like TV spots or anything for them because they're pulled from the schedule right now. Final trailer number two. <laughs> yeah. The the final teaser of the trailer that teases the final this product is, of the movie. This is final trailer junior. <laughs> so I mean, that's that's the situation we're in right now with movies. So we're not even going to get any trailers to react to because no one wants to spend the marketing dollars to pump. To put into their movie when they don't know their movie's gonna hit theaters. Which is sad because here's the thing, there was a lot of there was a lot of movies that I was like I was expecting tra trailers actually should have been out by now. Yeah. Uh, I know one of the big ones I was really looking forward to was uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music. The third Bill and Ted movie that was finally coming out. No, not coming out yet. <laughs> not coming out yet. Yeah, and the other thing is that usually creating trailers and being able to even have a marketing team to even do marketing requires people to meet in an office to actually get the work done. And now they're all and probably Skyping or Zooming or whatever maybe, you want to call it. Yeah, maybe some of that can be done remotely, but I think a lot of it takes people actually going to work in order to do. Mm -hmm. And people aren't going to work right now because people going to a movie studio aren't essential. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, and I, I feel like I feel like we've talked about this before. Is yeah. that with movie theaters being closed, once they open, we're about to see something unprecedented. I don't think we've ever, uh, except for like some random movie theater that is just opening ish, you've never seen movie theaters 
open and every single movie is all first run. Right. Because I guarantee you, when movie theaters open back up again, we're not going to see... They're not going to be playing Onward, or The Way Back, or Visible Man, The no. Hunt. They're not going to be playing these movies that were in the theaters when they closed. Mm-hmm. They're going to open and there's going to be like five or six movies all opening that weekend. All yeah. first run, they're all going to come out. And they're all going to be vying for that number one position. It's going to be a really interesting spot because you're looking at a situation where right now there is, uh, I think I even had it written down. Yeah, right now there are basically four tent poles of the summer that are still standing. And I'm not counting I'm not counting Black Widow in this because right He's now standing as in they haven't been pushed back or they haven't been pushed back. They're still they're still set. Oh, I say that no, one of them has been pushed back, but they're still set. They're still slated to come out this summer. Mm-hmm. And those four temples are Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah. Uh, Tenet. Yep. Wonder Woman eighty four, and Soul. Now Wonder Woman has been pushed back, been but pushed it's back, still but it's, within the summer, yeah. the confines of the summer. It's still slated to come out in August at this point. Yeah. So these are the four movies that summer of twenty twenty has left. Everything else is going to be a smaller movie that kind of squeezes in between and tries to gain that little bit of audience that isn't going to see the main movie. And as we talked about last time, the Wonder Woman 84 was pushed back to August. Yeah. Which is pretty much the last attempt at claiming the summer box office. Yeah. So, I mean, we're already starting to look at, like, this, this isn't going to start recovering until potentially August. Now, the good news here, if you can even find any good news in any of this situation, is that... <laughs> Sorry, we're being, like, really negative on this, but... Yeah, we'll, we'll get more lighthearted here in a little bit. Um, the good news here is that summer blockbuster, the summer blockbuster season isn't what it once was. It used to be, you release your big summer blockbuster movie in the summer mm-hmm. and that's the movie that everyone's got to go see everyone's got to uh, uh i gotta figure out where i'm framed up here yeah that's the one where everyone's got to go see everyone's everyone's rushing to the theaters and then the rest of the year is either your art house flicks or your oscar bait or blah yeah now we're in a situation where the year is filled with blockbusters from january to december Maybe February doesn't have anything every now and then, but maybe it has a Black Panther. So it no longer matters necessarily that they're, you're not getting your blockbuster out in the summer. You can get your blockbuster out in the fall and the winter and you'll be just fine. Um, problem being is that nobody knows if they're going to be able to get their movie out in the fall or the winter this year. They have no clue. No clue at all as to when a movie could potentially be released. That being said, uh, the best superhero this movie, Venom, t- or this year, Venom Two. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I mean, at this point, it's gonna be the only one that's being released. Um, the good news in all of this, aside from what I just said, was that uh, it is this is an unprecedented situation, and people look at movie studios and they're thinking. Well, all they care about is the dollar. That's why when you see studio get too heavily involved in a movie, mm-hmm. the movie tends to not be as good as it probably could be if you just let the artists who are controlling the movie control the movie. Yeah. So people look at that and they're thinking, okay, these studios only care about the dollar. They only care about the business side of it. They don't care about you know the actual art. Well, all these studios and their big releases now... Granted, yes, they are pulling in dollars, some heavy dollars, by putting it into theaters... 
they're saying, hey, no, we're going to support theaters still. We're not going to put our big releases on streaming. Yeah. Because because we want to make sure the theaters are going to are going to survive this this whole ordeal. Uh, I think like Wonder Woman and uh Black Widow specifically yeah. have said, "No, we're going to be in the theater." Which those are probably like the two biggest movies roughly for this summer. The two, they're the two biggest that are like franchised. Yeah. Uh, those are going to be aside from like Fast Nine, also. Yeah, those are going to be the, like two movies that theaters are going to heavily depend on just for any kind of revenue. And yeah. again, for those who know how movie theaters work, they don't typically make too much. They don't really make much money at all off tickets. of movie tickets. They make it off concessions. Or if you're uh, a movie theater, say like uh, Alamo Drafthouse, based here in Austin, food, just food, <laughs> food and beer and yeah. alcohol. Yeah. Speaking of which. Um, also speaking of which, why we still have ranch on the table? Because it's nasty. I want to make sure that we're constantly reminding people that is some nasty ranch. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, we'll, we'll ranch break. That's, uh, that's, you gotta have them. That's the situation that we're uh, sitting in with movies this year. Uh, do not expect these big movies to be released onto streaming. Uh, I would expect that the smaller, the smaller movies, the ones that, uh, maybe some of the ones for the kids, not necessarily Soul, but a lot of the ones for the kids here and there that were kind of, uh, what's what's the term? It's counter-programming for the bigger movies. Things that families can go to that's not necessarily, you're not going to take families to the bigger. Yeah. You're not going to take your family to Tenet. No. Because kids are going to be like, what's happening? I'm going to be like that. Yeah. So a lot of adults are going to look at Let's be Tenet. honest. That's Christopher Nolan. I'm going to be like, oh, wait, what? A lot of adults are going to look at Tenet and be like, huh? Huh? <laughs> That's fully what I expect. I even watched it in a trailer. We're like, okay. Sure. <laughs> no clue. Going to go see it. I but. think that thing went backwards. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, but like like Trolls World Tour is coming out like already. It's just going to go straight yeah. to streaming. Yeah, which we probably should do that regardless of the situation. But yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> well, the first one actually did pretty well. I mean, I Pinky Promise. Yeah, I don't know what you're referencing because I haven't really sat down and watched Dang. that. Yeah, okay. You've seen the trailers when we saw movies. You know, back in the day when we saw movies in theaters. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, it's four score and how many years ago? Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting time to watch how all this builds up. I want to see like how studios react, how theaters react. This is going to be a lot of fun just to watch like the reactions of how the world reacclimates to like yeah. movies now being like back in the news, back in the theaters, something to talk about again. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to watch and like believe me, I would prefer that we don't have to ever watch this situation. But this is a situation we've never seen before, we've never been in. I mean, just out of pure human curiosity, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how this plays out. It's going to be really, it's going to be really curious to see how, uh, how the studios and theaters and everything just comes back to normal. It's like, like, uh, that TV show Mythbusters. Oh, you want to see how a uh, hot water heater explodes out the ceiling of a roof? 
Well, yeah, I kind of do, actually. Well, now, now that you mention <laughs> now that it. Now you mention it, you can make, make that happen. I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be something like that. Oh, you want to see how theaters react to, like, all of a sudden, all the new all the movies in the theater are all first run right off the bat. I do kind of want to see how that's going to go. That's what I was saying. You, you're in a situation where you could actually see a Black Widow and a Wonder Woman open up next to each other, and it's going to be perfectly okay, just in that there's going to be plenty of screens to play both of them on. Which is going to be great because all we're going to see for like that weekend on for a while is going to be like memes of Black Widow and Wonder Woman just kind of like boxing each other because that's essentially what that would be. That's what that hand gesture means. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, that, that, that was a family a friendly hand gesture. Nothing inappropriate really on this channel. Really going with that for a second. So, uh, anyways, what else is going on in the world? Um, there's a lot going on in the world. You want to narrow, narrow that down specifically? What else is going on in the world in uh, movie news, I guess? Um, not too, too much else. I guess we can, uh, I mean, it's kind of early. I guess we can move into our uh, main topic. We'll, we'll cover through the main topic, topics, and then we'll uh, try to get more comfortable over here, but I'm going to look weird on camera. That's I'm going to shake the whole table while we're at it. Yeah, that's what happens. Um... We can kind of get into that, and then we can touch a little bit on the Schmodown, the one Schmodown that we got this week, which... I feel like there was, like, some other... There was one other, like, major movie news, and uh, there was something that popped up, and I think it just popped up today. Popped up today? Yeah, and I wanted to... That's not the headline of the video? That's not the headline of the video. Gotcha. Um, but let me scroll things. We definitely did not things share real notes quick. beforehand. Um, uh, jeez. Good radio. So, uh, how's everybody doing out there? Yeah. Uh, check out the chat. How's the chat doing? I know I saw I saw a couple of new people yeah. uh, jump in the chat there. Kelsey uh, finished a reaction, so she was able to to jump in. So. Glad that Kelsey could be here. Saudi jumped in for at least a little bit. I think she's, uh, yeah, she's doing her classes and whatnot. So she'll be back a little bit later. Also, it looks like. Jeez, I know this was news that like came out today, but I'm like sitting here scrolling and I, I just don't. Okay, I don't see it there. Um, I'm trying to think what you could be talking about. Uh, I forgot what it was. I want to say. Uh, uh, John Roca from the movie trivia Schmodown. And from his own channel. And from his own channel, because he is a person. He's on his own, running his own channel. Uh, I, I saw that he was, like, I guess, talking about it on his stream earlier today. Uh, well, this is, uh, so once again, chat, how are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm not getting anything from this one over here, so how are you guys doing? That's because, so I have really bad ADD, or ADHD, oh, I guess. Oh, yes, he was, does. So, I, like, I can, unfortunately, I can only, like, really focus on one thing at a time. Um, Which makes it really good when you're trying to host a show and look up information oh, at the same exact time. there it is. That's what it was. So probably shouldn't do that. Uh, so, going back to our conversation about uh, Fast and Furious. Oh, sure. Uh, they've actually confirmed today that uh, they're going to do a sequel to Hobbs and Shaw. Which, if you saw Hobbs and Shaw, you pretty much could guess that there was going to be a sequel. But uh, rumor is that they're going to be adding uh, Keanu Reeves to it. I'm okay with that. Potentially as the villain. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen him play a villain. 
in a while. Has Ever? he been a villain? Uh, like, has he been villainous in anything? I'm trying to think real quick. In the 90s or something? I don't know. He's always played that uh, that stoic hero role. Yeah, kind of. Um. Anyway, so yeah, so he's gonna be apparently a villain in the Hobbs and Shaw, which is gonna be breathtaking. And I'm eagerly like, here's the thing: like the Fast and Furious movies are good. Yeah. Hobbs and Shaw complete like schlock. That was just like. It was. It it, It was fun. It was entertaining, but it was. was. Yeah. It was a dumb summer action movie. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of logical flaws to it, like flaws that were obvious enough that we were sitting in the theater laughing at like how blatantly obvious they were. I would call them temporal flaws. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My my favorite. I think we could touch upon real quick. And if you haven't seen, if you haven't seen this. Or if you have watched it and you didn't notice this, go back and watch it because it's hilarious. It's the final fight that starts at night with uh, with Dwayne Johnson and his family. Night. I guess it's got to start like in the wee hours it, of the morning. It's starting right before the sun comes up. So yeah. it's still nighttime. Uh, and technically they take all night getting ready. And it's yeah. Like- Okay. And, and she's already pushing the boundary. And then uh, Deckard's sister, was it Kirby? Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. Uh, I guess that's the actress's name. That's the actress's name. I can't remember the character's name, but uh, Schmodown. Anyways, uh, she's got essentially a bomb on her back that's ha- or something that's having to pull she's got the. She's going to inject she, into her. Into she's her she's pulling the whatever the thing out of her bloodstream or something. It's got a countdown that starts at 30 minutes. When it's nighttime, yeah, and then so you see this whole fight go on. Uh, Idris Elba's bad guy, black Superman character, comes in. They have this whole fight. The sun comes up. It's broad daylight. The sun's hanging overhead because the shadows are directly underneath. It's them. high noon. It's high noon, and all of like uh, when they go back to show Vanessa Kirby with this thing strapped to her back that has a huge clock on it that's counting down. Nine. It's moved nine minutes. Minutes have passed. We saw this in the theater, like first showing. We're like. That's hilarious. I remember sitting in that seat going, "Nope, <laughs> <laughs> that ain't real." <laughs> uh, that was that was hysterical. That was one of my favorite. Uh, like, even it was stupid, but it was one of my favorite things of that movie. It's like this is just. So... And here's the thing: like that movie is is it's dumb fun. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be one of those that you would consider a guilty pleasure because you're guilty for the fact that it's dumb, but it's still fun to watch and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, AJ Lancaster. How's it going, AJ? Thanks for jumping in. He says that Keanu was the bad guy in The Watcher. The TV show, Netflix. Is that Netflix that Watcher's on? Schmodown. Well, The Watcher's not a movie. Oh. So I don't need to pay attention to it for Schmodown reasons. He might be the bad guy in that Spongebob movie. I don't know. That sage looks pretty nefarious. That was pretty fun. That, just that... I'm a sage and I'm made out of sage. <laughs> Which smells a lot like something funky. Gosh. Yeah, because I went to the uh, the premiere of uh, The Curse of La Llorona at South By last year when there was such thing as a South By Southwest. Oh, that hurts. And they had people walking around burning sage, and I'm like... Oh, yeah. They were Man, there. there's some people with some, uh, with some good smelling stuff out here. <laughs> some incense. Yeah, incense. No. <laughs> they were. It smelled like they were burning the thing that you would burn the incense for. Ah, <coughs> to cover weed. it up. Weed. Yes, the grassy grass. The electric lettuce. The electric lettuce. <laughs> Anyways, um, anyway, so yeah, that was the other piece of news I saw today is that this was this was coming out and Keanu Reeves was going to be the uh, potentially the bad guy. 
that's that's interesting. I'm actually okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said the Watcher came out in 2000. He was the bad guy in a thriller that was pretty decent. So. Mm. Okay, so nothing having to do with the. Oh no, I'm thinking The Witcher. I'm way off on that. Why don't you get up for a second, go toss your coin somewhere, and you come back later? What does that have to do with anything? I even look, I don't watch The Witcher. And I, know I know The Witcher things. has something to do with a coin. Okay. I don't watch The Witcher, and I know these things. Keep up with pop culture. What's wrong with you? No, I, I, I I'm keep up. Give you crap for that. I keep up with pop culture. I just don't play video games. Again, really bad ADD, so I play for like... It's not just a video game. I'll play a video game for like five minutes, and then I'll go do something else. It's a Netflix show. Well, it is now. Pop culture. Keep up with pop culture, because you'd see these things. Get on Twitter every now and then. I'm going to berate him on camera, and I don't L- care. Look, younger brother. <laughs> younger, but I know more than you at this point, apparently. Oh, okay. Sure you do. Age is just a number. And apparently also is able to grow a full facial hair. It's a really, facial old, hair. really old one on you. um yeah so let's go ahead and jump into this uh the big piece of news here and if you're uh you're checking out our headline you might have uh seen that and gone let me look this up myself because i haven't heard about this yet and you've tried to look it up and there was no way you heard about it because we got the inside scoop on this we got this is one of the coolest things about this channel as of right now we got the inside scoop they're going to reboot mystery men uh, Mystery Men, which was based off of uh, the Flaming Carrot comics from, I believe it's from Dark Horse, uh, back in the like 80s, 90s. So this is the knowledge you choose to flex, okay. Yeah, I mean, we are flexio. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they're going to reboot Mystery Men. That's which fantastic. Is, which is kind of insane because you got to think like that's a solid ensemble cast and you know it makes sense in this day and age, you know, post-Avengers Endgame, you know, how are you going to do an ensemble cast now, a spoof superhero movie? It, it, it kind of makes and sense. It, it would work now because, I mean, you look back, uh, Mystery Men came out back in 1999. Yeah. Uh, we had had, like, like the first four, or the four, the first four, the four Batman movies. Yeah. Uh, back 70s, 80s, we had the Superman movies, Supergirl, um, Howard the Duck. <laughs> uh, and then you had, going into the 90s, you had uh, Spawn mm-hmm. and Blade. And that was pretty much about it. I mean, you had, like, Steel, The Crow. You had a couple other, like, comic book movies that were really not well-known. Nobody or, really uh, wanted to touch the big ones, though. Yeah, no one wanted to touch anything huge. Uh, so Mystery Men got optioned and was released in 1999. And a lot of people still, to this day, don't realize it was based off a comic book. But it is a it is a fantastic based-off-a-comic-book movie. It's a, it was ahead of its time. It was a comedy and now we're looking at, okay, let's look at the culture that we're in now with superhero movies. What does this movie look like now? Uh, that would see that would be the thing to go back and look. Now that we've had the MCU and how massively successful it is, mm-hmm. and the DCEU and how massively it was trying to <laughs> match the MCU. <laughs> Hashtag release a Snyder Cut. Uh, that, by the way, the uh, Honest Trailers for that, I don't know if you saw that today. Yeah, I did. Fantastic. That was hilarious. so good. It was a nice uh, April Fool's. Yeah, ish. Yeah. I, I, like, I didn't even think of April Fool's. I just thought it was, like, just a fun, like, little gag to just, like, let's do the honest trailer for the Snyder Cut, even though it's not coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this will be a prime opportunity now that we've been inundated with superhero movies. Yeah. A great time to release something like that. It would be. 
It would be a great time to release something like that. Absolutely. It would be fantastic. If it was actually coming out. If it was real. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, in regards to uh, April Fool's Day jokes... You guys got clickbaited! Yeah, sorry, we clickbaited just a little bit there. Uh, as of right now, and anybody there's... with half a brain would have known that already. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't insult the audience. I'm not. I'm saying they're all smart enough. They, uh, they're, they're all aware of our, our gag before we even busted it out. So... Yeah, uh, unfortunately, there is no real official news of uh, Mystery Men being rebooted, unless there is, and we're just really stupid and we didn't actually see it. <laughs> the, there's not. Someone's going to be like, oh, that actually was reported uh, yesterday. Like, wait, what, really? We picked the one thing that We picked the is one real? thing that actually was released as movie news at this day and age. So, besides the fact that it's April Fool's and it just makes sense to do that, uh, we're also in a situation right now where, aside from the fact that we had just a little bit of news this, this week to cover... There's not a lot of movie news right now. It's dry out there as far as movie news goes. So, we're turning to having to make up some stories if we want to, you know, have fun with some movie news. Yeah, so here's the thing. Here's where it's going to be fun having people in a chat. Uh, we have uh, decided that since there is no movie news, we'll create our own. That's so, what I just said. We wanted we we sat down and we thought about roughly some ideas for like what would be some like eye catching some funny what would be some good movie news that you would like to hear about and that's what we're wanting to talk about here. We're gonna introduce these topics, these movie news topics, and then your role in the chat. I think we want to go. We actually we're making a game out of this. We're gonna go round by round. We got three topics each. Uh, and then we'll we'll have you guys in the chat vote. So if you guys want to. Uh, chime in in the chat there you'll be able to sound off on which one of us you think had the better headline the better piece of movie news yeah it isn't just headlines we're gonna I th we kind of prepared a little bit more beyond just the headline but uh whatever sound i guess it's gonna be up to you to decide whatever sounds the most real whatever sounds the best whatever sounds the funniest yeah whatever one tickles your fancy the most yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll declare a winner by the end of this based on what you guys in the chat are going to vote for us. We'll go based off of what we see as the majority rules, since there's like six of you watching anyway. Well, yeah, I think we, we may have lost some people due to the fact that they're like, oh, they're not actually talking about a Mystery Men reboot. I'm out of here. <laughs> no, nobody left for that. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, yeah, so we've got we've, we've got a good amount of movie news here to talk about. So, uh, I don't know if you want to go first. I go first. You want to flip that Witcher coin or whatever it was you were talking oh about earlier? Oh, uh, we can flip the nasty ranch bottle. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you go ahead and go first. Uh, so uh, the one thing I came across uh, that Get your I voting fingers ready, everybody. Uh, one of the things I came across uh, apparently is that uh, Disney Pixar has decided to pursue uh, a new movie called Better. And I don't know what the deal is. Like lately, they've only been like the Soul or like just uh, onward one up up. One word movie titles that are completely like toy. the whole thing. Yeah, monsters. Not toy Story. No, Finding Cars. <laughs> cars. Anyways, incredible. So this movie is called Better. Uh, the story in this movie is about a boy who encounters a witch, and uh, through their the way they interact. Encounter a witcher. A witch. Oh, not a witcher. Got it. Uh, it. Through their encounters, apparently he's gonna be turned into a newt. Uh, and eventually he does get better. 
that's right. This movie is through Disney Pixar. It is a spinoff of Monty Python and the Holy Grail, uh, which... This is funny because if you look back, uh, Disney Pixar actually did have a movie called Newt in development for a while there, which apparently was about two newts that like didn't get along, but then through their whatever they're going through, they find out they're actually in love. Fascinating. Absolutely. I can see why that movie never went forward. Because um, you were not giving the pitch for it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently. If I had handled it, it would have been like solid... But, uh, yeah, so this is going to be a spinoff of Monty Python the Holy Grail. It's going to be, again, about a boy who's turning a newt who eventually gets better. Yeah. Uh, John Cleese is actually signed on to provide the voiceover uh-huh. narration. Uh, and, of course, uh, music is being done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So. Oh, oh, well, I'm on board with that. I'm on yeah, board with anything that's Lin-Manuel, fantastic. Lin-Manuel Miranda does. Uh, as of right now, it, the schedule release date is going to be the week after In the Heights, whenever that gets released. So not this year. Um, so I mean, it sounds pretty fascinating. Yeah, that's so. I hear that, and obviously, like you know, the, you got the okay. It's weird that you're doing something based off of Monty Python because it's so it's so niche, but it's a uh, one of the greatest comedies of all time. So sure. I, I I think they have a good fan base to really focus this it also, on. Also, sounds a little like that Spies in Disguise. Will Smith got turned into a pigeon. Is that what happened in that movie? Yeah. Really? Yep. Oh. I, okay. So it's like you cross Spies in Disguise with uh, Monty Python, and that's like two movies you never thought you would ever, 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 ever. We got two hours. Ever, 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 ever cross. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I rate that a uh, interesting. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what the people in the chat think after I, uh, I give my first headline. Did you know? Did you know? Yes, I did. You did know. Now you know. Now you know. That's a SEN thing. We're not going to go there. Um, did you know that Disney Plus, because where else are you going to send things right now? Disney Plus is working on a Lando Calrissian spinoff from the Solo movies. Obviously starring Donald Glover. Yeah, of course. Because who else would you get to play it? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, I'm all aboard for, with that. I mean, he. Uh, I, I say Donald Glover and Alden Ehrenreich were not the flaws of that movie. I, I, of I, specifically, uh, Donald Glover. Donald Glover was hands down easily like the best part of Solo. Right. 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 Because he was he was a young Billy D. Williams. He he nailed that role. Absolutely. Um, so it makes sense. Hey, let's go ahead and take him and, and spin off into a another project on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is going to be a, mu- uh, a movie. Uh, the kicker, though, is that this movie is a musical. Wait, what? Have you ever heard of a musical in the Star Wars universe? You're about to. This one is... It's, 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 it's taking those skills that Donald Glover has in his Childish Gambino persona. Wait, 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 wait. Donald Glover yeah, is Childish Gambino? the same Gambino. person, good lord. You heard it here first, y'all. You heard it here first. Uh, taking the uh, taking the skills of his childish Gambino persona and making a musical out of Lando Calrissian. Sounds fascinating. I mean, I could be down for this actually. But the interesting thing is that instead of coming up with original music, they're just doing remixes of some of Childish Gambino's tracks. 
So that means you oh, have no. songs of the like Red Saber instead of Red Bone. Here's the thing. I don't know like any Childish Gambino songs except for the one. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So uh, I'm eagerly waiting for how this is going to turn out. Me and your Lobot instead of me and your mama. Me and your Lobot. And also, this is Bespin. <laughs> don't catch Roka slipping up. <laughs> hey! We're in it now. We're in it now. For those who don't understand that reference, again, we're, 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 talking, about, we're talking about John Roka. Uh, from movie trivia, Schmodown. Go back and watch this. the early seasons. You'll get that reference. That's He'll hilarious. Never watch this. Uh, so, <laughs> so the plot that it's describing right now is it's saying this film is about a. <laughs> this is best been catch Roka slipping up. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's saying this film is about a young inner city man. Really, uh, trying to make a name for himself in gas mining. And he's doing so after losing the Falcon to Han. It's about his struggle to turn over a new leaf, and he finds himself in administrative control over the entire Cloud City Resort while trying to keep the authorities and bigger gas dealers off of his trail. You put way too much thought into this. I'm telling you, all three of these headlines took me 25 minutes on the toilet earlier today. Fantastic. So, yes. What's funny is he had no other reason to sit on the toilet. He just wanted to sit there and think. It's my best thinking truck. <laughs> I only think when I pull down my pants and sit on the toilet. Well, uh, that's what I believe. If you ever see it was, is it Rodan's The Thinker, the statue of the man? I believe he's actually sitting on a toilet and they just refuse to sculpt that part. So, so yeah. A, a Calrissian musical on Disney Plus featuring remixes of Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino tracks. That's fantastic. About a young, a young Calrissian trying to make it in gas mining, and hoping that the bigger gas miners don't come after him, and that the authorities of the empire don't come after him either. Well, I feel like I'm done with this. <laughs> so, those of you in the chat right now, if you want to sound off on round one, who do you think had the better headline, the better, the better movie news story? Which one of these would you rather see, maybe? I don't know. I honestly wouldn't want to see this Calrissian project at all. I actually would want to see the new, like, who got better. Like, just because it, it would be a Disney Pixar that's still kind of tied to the Monty Python movies. Especially, like, I just, I, like, so I mentioned that John Cleese is doing, like, the voiceover narration. Yeah. I would like to see if they could get any of the other remaining uh, Pythons in on this. Uh, either they have participating, they're writing, or they have some kind of like a voice role in some it. Some archive footage or something of some of the others that have passed away too. Uh, yeah. So that would that would actually be pretty funny to see that. Um. So are we wanting to see? Are we wanting to wait for the chat to respond? And uh, before we move on, or do we just want to move on and just let the chat catch up? I guess, I mean, we can move on. Let's check it, catch up. Uh, once again, guys, go ahead and let us know. Chris, Robert, which one do you think had the better headline on that one? Just let us know. Round one, Chris Round one. or Robert? Round one, Chris or Robert. And then uh, I will continue killing myself with this whiskey Dr. Pepper over here. And we'll move into round two. Uh, so, uh, surprisingly, uh, and I know the movie performed very well, and the soundtrack did phenomenal. Uh, 
in fact, the soundtrack was actually re-released with uh, contemporary artists covering the songs again. Sure. Uh, so I know that the movie was the movie was very well received. Um, I know there was a lot of issues with like public opinion of the actual story of the movie, but apparently they went ahead and uh, they greenlit a sequel to The Greatest Showman. Uh, it's currently rumored. That's to- gonna get a lot of people happy. That's currently being rumored to be in development, uh, the sequel to this. Uh, so, that's right. Hugh Jackman is back as your favorite ringleader that you hate in real life but love in fiction. Love his fictional version. Uh, which is P.T. Barnum. Uh, this time he's having to deal with a like a new like surly uh, ti- tiger trainer, uh, which Lord. is one Mr. Joe Exotic. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, who will be played by Dax Shepard in this movie. Uh, so, yeah, this is going to be all kinds of fun seeing like how like they interact. And oh, my gosh. How Hugh Jackman, like, how P.T. Barnum's still trying to provide for his family and like put on a great show that everyone loves. And that Joe Exotic is just wanting to do whatever Joe Exotic does because I haven't watched that, <laughs> that Netflix show at all. Uh but the nice thing is, is this is going to feature like all new songs, which again, if you remember, like I said, the soundtrack was phenomenal. Uh, so this is going to feature new songs such as uh, This Is Meat. <laughs> uh, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely fed your husband to the tiger. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, all music in this movie is being done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. So. Oh, well, that's got me on board immediately then, because once again, I love Lin Manuel Miranda, as uh, as we all do. As so, we all do. He's a national treasure. He's international treasure. So yeah, Greatest Showman too, featuring Hugh Jackman along with Dax Shepard as Joe Exotic. Yeah, timely and topical. Exactly. I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a hit. Wonderful, wonderful job. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait to not ever see that movie. All right, so we'll move on to my round two. Oh. You thought I overthought round one. Guess what? You're about to sit there for 30 minutes. Get ready. He spent a lot more time on the toilet than we all suspected. It might have been longer than 25 minutes. It might have been like 30. Um, so uh, this is going to be a kind of a director rumor story. It's a little bit more because it's actually, there's kind of a little bit of some plot stuff to go along with it. Uh, you remember when... Uh, Scott Derrickson dropped out of Doctor Strange 2, right? Yes. And then... Uh, Worst was... day of my life. I, I will never forget that day. Well, until it was not, announced not, that... Not because of that, but until because of other things. Sure. Shut up. Until it was announced that Sam Raimi was taking over the project. And then it's like, whoa, hold on. We got... It's really cool. Sam Raimi's taking over this project for Scott Derrickson. That's really awesome. Yeah, Sam Raimi's not doing it either. Uh, he dropped out. So now... Wait, we... Really? Now we have a situation where, okay, who's going to take over for Doctor Strange 2? I don't know why I put a pause in there. But the the rumor is right now, the wonderful and artistic Wes Anderson is going to take up the role of Doctor Strange 2 director. And they're going to call it Doctor Strange 2 Still Bargaining. <laughs> Strap in, folks! I already see where this is going. Strap in. 
Now, rumor has it that, uh, I'm going to read what I wrote here. Rumor does have it that Kevin Feige met with Wes when, who told him that about taking, oh, I'm butchering my own sentence here. Stick with me. I'm a professional. Rumor does have it that Kevin Feige met with Wes, who then told him about taking the franchise in a totally different direction. Wes showed him concept art that featured a new take on Dormammu, now portrayed by Bill Murray. <laughs> the reason for this is because Bill has just the right amount of experience in reliving the same moment many times in a row. <laughs> That's right, this movie will actually focus on an alternate timeline Dormammu who is still stuck in a stranger's time loop from the first film. <laughs> Throughout the story, he calls upon a merry band of misfits also, each more terrible a human than the first. In true Wes Anderson fashion. The cast is said to be much larger than even Endgame. And besides the obvious return of Cumberbatch, Wong, and Chihuahua-Ejiofor. Oh, good job. Nailed it. Yeah. It will feature the likes of Owen Wilson, Harvey Keitel, Jason Schwartzman, <laughs> Francis McDormand, Angelica Houston, <laughs> Ray Fiennes, and the return of Jeff Goldblum's Grandmaster... Tilda Swinton's Ancient One, and Tony Revolori's Flash Thompson. <laughs> Once again, this is called Doctor Strange 2, Still Bargaining. So, so the whole movie is nothing but Doctor Strange, Dormammu, I have come to make a bargain just over and over and over again. Yeah, but it's all symmetrical and there's a random cast of people <laughs> who just pop in and have a couple lines. They're kind of sarcastic, sort of, and then they, they move on and... Okay, I might have to concede on that one. Mine was more topical, but yours was definitely like, how did you come up with that one? You're just sitting there like like on the toilet and like, oh, it's so obvious. Like, do not question my thought process. You know what? You know what? Keep the thought process to yourself. Mostly Keep because I can't answer that question. Yeah, that's fine. I don't even know my own thought process. If I knew it, I would be a lot more creative. Oh, uh, so, uh, going back into the chat, looks like we've got, for the most part, it looks like round one is going to go to you. Yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, and so far it's looking like round two is also going to you. So out of three rounds, I've already won this game. Yeah, I know. If, if we're doing the, the best two out of three, uh, he's probably got this hands down. And we haven't even gotten to my third one yet. Uh, AJ Lancaster says, this is an epic movie fights pitch. Uh, Spencer Gilbert would be proud. I've come to realize that all three of my uh, movie news topics are all movie Basically pitches. movie fight. They're, these are all just movie pitches. Yeah. That could potentially work. I kind of feel like that's what you did too, right? Uh, I was hoping so. Yeah. yeah. So basically, this isn't a come up with the greatest movie news headline. It's just come up with some Just pitches. come up with a movie pitch. Some movie pitches. Uh, I'm okay with that. Speaking of which, uh, round three. Uh, so fight. This one is actually like just breaking. Just came out today. Oh, I'm sure it did. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> apparently, they've already got the the first movie already in regards to uh, the coronavirus. Sorry, I had to say it, but. It, it, it contributes to this. By live stream. Yeah. Uh, the first movie about this is already in development. And uh, so they've signed on. Fascinating that you save this for your third pitch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, save the best for last, I guess. Sure. So uh, they, signed, they signed on uh, John Travolta and Jake Gyllenhaal 
uh, for this. So it's the first movie in regards to the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, surprisingly, it's also being touted as a dual sequel. Uh, and so this movie's like a movie coming universe. out. Huh? It's like a movie universe. Uh, essentially, but it, the thing is, is this is uniting two movies that you had no idea were technically sharing the same universe. Uh, so this movie's coming out. It is called Plastic Bubble Boys with a Z in boys. Uh, it is well, Bubble Boy, okay. Yeah, Plastic Bubble Boys. Uh, because you got Bubble Boy and the boy in the plastic bubble. Oh. Uh, and of course, uh, they're much older. They're much wiser. They've lived through their experiences growing up in their plastic shelters. And uh, now they're adults and they're ha having to help train the world how to survive something like what they've basically been raised on. Right. Uh, so currently the working tagline for this movie is, See? Told ya. Nice. And of course, uh, music by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, well then I'm on board with this one as well. Oh, fantastic. As I've stated two times before now, Lin-Manuel Miranda is just the best. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, Plastic Bubble Boys coming soon to a theater near you once they reopen. Right. So I would have given you more points if it was a uh, cross between uh, Bubble Boy and Footloose. Like they're dancing too? Footloose doesn't even star John Travolta, so I would have said Kevin Bacon and, and Jake Gyllenhaal. Maybe, I was th maybe I'm thinking more of uh, Bubble Boy and Saturday, Saturday Night, Night Fever. Fever. Yeah. That or, would have been a very unique film. Or Staying Alive. or Yeah. yeah that would have been a very unique film. Uh, unfortunately, you're going to lose round three as well. Um, under the same vein as uh, your COVID pitch. I have a new action-adventure film from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, no. And it has been greenlit, folks. Make no mistake about this. It has been greenlit already. Keep your head down. It's coming. It shows the trials and tribulations of the 72-year-old. Yes, he's 72. That man is 72. Wait, really? In real life, he, he is 72? In real life, he is 72. Good Lord. Arnold Schwarzenegger release dates. Um, he is 72 years old, and he's having to confront a dangerous, drugged-up cult. In the thick of global duress. The initial plot summary states that while Mr. Sarnold Warnheimer. <laughs> let's let that one sink in for a minute. <laughs> really? While he's staying locked up inside his home for the safety of himself and others. He is also keeping two big or rather small secrets. In the Floridian Beach Cult of the Assembly of Spring Souls Harvesting Adolescent Triviality want nothing more than to see these secrets destroyed. What the asshats don't realize is that these two secrets have the power to dismantle all the complete idiocy the asshats have worked so hard to build. <laughs> Talk about those Florida Spring Breakers. Let me spell out that joke for you, apparently. Watch as Arnold thwarts off this deadly cult trying to invade his home while using these two powerful weapons of unity. This year, maybe. Next. Definitely next. Uh, coming to some kind of screen you have access to. Whiskey and Lulu. Really? They're taking down one idiot kid after another just in time for a delicious carrot snack and a headlock snuggle. <laughs> 
This is whiskey and this is Lulu. <laughs> Tyler's got it right. Put the cookie down. <laughs> this whole action adventure movie takes place inside Arnold's house. Because <laughs> he can't leave. <laughs> I am quarantined. I can't leave. <laughs> Apparently he got Hispanic there for a second. <laughs> Rolled that R. <laughs> it's almost as if he was trying to some or do trying to live out the John Voight Anaconda. <laughs> we got to kill the snake. The snake. The snake. <laughs> I can't do it as good as Brett Sheridan. The plane, the plane. <laughs> they sound like tattoo from <laughs> Fantasy Island. Oh, Good lord. Oh, man. Haskell's out. Thanks so much for jumping in, Haskell. We'll see you later. Yep. Thank you. Oh. Oh, so much so much fun, though. Yeah, I, can't you believe that that Assembly of Spring Souls harvesting adolescent triviality? How dare How dare they? Now, in real life, I really do like the fact that, I don't know if you saw, but one of the guys that was in like the news report... Uh, saying like, well, whatever happens, happens. I'm just down here to enjoy spring break. He, he, ca he caught the Kobe. He, well, no, he came back saying like, I apologize. My uh, my statements were really so. I was like, okay, yeah, no, you apologize oh. after you're already done with your spring break and you've gone back home. Yeah, sure. Now you apologize. Now you've already given the Rona to ten people. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, <sighs> probably gave more than just the Rona. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. This is a Family Channel. Uh. <clears throat> Venereal disease. The curse of La Rona. <laughs> the curse of La Yorona. <laughs> um, anyways, so... That was pretty good. So what do y'all think? Uh, let us know in the chat who won that one. Who put more thought into their headlines? <laughs> I gotta be honest. I, I who had to work all day? We came up with this idea yesterday. Last night, yeah. So we've had all of, like, today to figure these out. You're acting like a bunch of customers are coming into your store right now. Well, I mean, I still have to work. I mean, if you got time to lean, you got time to clean. Let's just say. Uh, so, <laughs> that was pretty good, though. <laughs> so who had the better uh, coronavirus movie? <laughs> well, you got to stay topical, and you got you to gotta use that, that whiskey and Lulu. Have you seen them? They're adorable. Just adorable. Yeah. Little horse, little pony. Um, Alex Shashek in the chat saying, hey there, hey there. Uh, she says, Chris, most deaf. Which she's voting for you and she's voting for the rapper, most, most deaf. deaf. Yeah. I'm not even in this. Most deaf didn't even pitch a movie and he gets a vote. I'd uh, chop liver. I mean. Now, can I be honest about something? Of the three pitches that I gave right here. Yeah. You, we're t we talked about how long did it take me to come up with these. I can guarantee you 100% that the most amount of time was spent on trying to figure out the acronym for ASHAT. <laughs> Probably. Because <laughs> you got to get that one like Do you know how right. long I spent on thesaurus.com <laughs> trying to figure out antonyms for each word I wanted to use that lined up with the letter I was trying to use? That's funny. Uh, so... Uh. AJ Lancaster uh. AJ Lancaster hates whiskey and Lulu Yeah but I mean here, Here's the thing my idea wasn't that bad I mean Boy in the Plastic Bubble and Bubble Boy Together That's, that's movie gold right there it was, it was a pitch heading in the right direction for sure Yeah 
Uh, it's okay. Plus, AJ plus can give it's, you... it's gonna be a bad movie. A- a- AJ can give you a pity vote. It's fine. <laughs> Moss death is always the right answer. Fantastic. I'm not, I'm not cocky at all. Yeah. Uh, and then of course the other one I had because I didn't really like think this one out. I just like the wording of it. Uh, was uh, so they're developing a sequel to uh, whatever happened to Baby Jane. Oh yeah. It's being called whatever happened to Baby Jane after whatever happened to Baby Jane. Music by Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> well, then what I've stated three times before already is <laughs> you haven't even seen the first one. You're like, I'll, I'll go see the sequel. Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin- sign me up. Lin Manuel Miranda's doing the music, and I heard he's getting also a guest on his tracks of uh, Most Def. Most Def is Most Def and Lin Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Maybe some Childish Gambino or Donald Glover at this point now, because I don't think he's going by. I think Gambino's retired. I don't know. <laughs> this isn't a music channel. We don't know things like that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so... <laughs> it's a good thing you dropped that pitch. <laughs> Worst title ever. <laughs> what happened to Baby Jane? <laughs> whatever happened to Baby Jane after whatever happened to Baby Jane. You know, it's going to fill up a marquee pretty well. It's not marquees that theaters are worried about filling up right now. <laughs> it's the seats. <laughs> it's seats, screens... Registers, <laughs> popcorn machines. <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to be the first person to get a batch of popcorn as soon as theaters open back up. This stuff's gonna be stale. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this so is what we're joking about now, folks. So that was our little game. Uh, let us know in the chat if you're watching us on replay. Let if us you'd know like to take it seriously next time we do this. Uh, we might need to flesh out these. I got some ideas for other games, um, and some of the ideas I have. Uh, unfortunately are going to require some time to organize and get things together set up for these games so I've got a really good I've got one really good idea that I'm eagerly wanting to do uh, just because I know that doing that game is what's going to bring people are going to want to watch that one be afraid be very afraid oh be very afraid Uh, it's it's good that one's going to be a lot of fun when I can pull everything together for that uh, but yeah, let us know what you think. Do you like? Did you like this game? Did you like this idea? Let us know in the chat, in the comments, if you're watching it on a replay. Uh, that was a lot of fun to do, even though apparently mine sucked. But uh, <laughs> if you're watching it on a replay, please drop in the comments who you would have voted for in each round, and maybe we might have to retroactively deem him the winner. Probably not, but you know, it could be. It could be a thing. Yeah. So uh, on to uh, I guess uh, Schmodown. Yeah, let's, let's talk about all those Schmodown matches we got this week. So we had this week one. was the Pride versus the Butcher Boys. Yeah, it's uh, so we get one, we get one match now each week, which to be fair is is the way it has to go right now, just because they're trying to space them out to make sure we get enough matches leading up to hopefully when this thing starts slowing down and they can get back into the studio and filming again. Uh, real quick though, again, as we're again we're, we're new YouTube channel, new live streaming stuff. Uh, as we're talking about Schmodown, if you're not familiar with the movie trivia Schmodown, it is essentially it is a movie trivia sport. It is the storylines of wrestling mixed with movie trivia. Uh, that's essentially what it is. That you get teams or people competing at a table. Whoever wins uh, essentially gets to move on, and uh, there's titles and belts and stuff you can win. Yeah, it is a fantastic uh, sport. Yeah, so, I mean, 
we're yeah, we are in that situation where just like this it's, thing, this thing that's happening is affecting everything. So we're we're now getting one match a week, which we are talking about the Pride versus the Butcher Boys. Uh, we're not going to talk about the match that's on Patreon right now, which is Odd Couple versus uh, Who's the Boss. We will be th- discussing that one next week. Next week, um, sure to be a fantastic match if you haven't already seen it. Yeah. Um, if you if you want, I would I'd actually highly suggest jumping on the Schmodown's Patreon. And yeah. that way you can get these matches earlier. You can get them on Monday instead of having to wait for every Friday. That way you already you already know what's going on. Uh, but yeah, Pride versus Butcher Boy. So there's been some uh, controversy for some reason off of this match. And they were chatting about it on SCN Live today, or on uh, S- uh, Backstage mm-hmm. today. And a lot, of, uh, a lot of talk over, I guess, how the pride was carrying themselves as far as being heels go did you have a problem with it i didn't have a problem with it i i I didn't see anything wrong with it i didn't see anything wrong with it i thought they were perfectly fine in fact i know there's there's talk uh, about you know there shouldn't be any chatting going on while the other team is trying to answer a question and as far as we take into consideration that the way the Schmodown works, the actual question answering time, the actual trivia of it all is real. It's not scripted. It's not predetermined or yes. whatever, like wrestling. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, in that regard, respect the game. Respect the other team. Let them have as much opportunity as possible to answer the question correctly. Perfectly fine. And so I get the idea, don't smack talk during the game. During during questions. Yeah. Smack talk before and after questions, before and after match, you know, interviews and all that. Perfectly fine. Especially because if you go and you watch the Schmodown, mm-hmm. one of the things you'll notice as a, essentially as a spectator, is that when they ask the question on the screen, you see the question displayed there for you. Right, you 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 see the. Uh, I'm trying to figure out the framing. You see the question displayed <laughs> down below. Yeah, you see the question Great displayed radio. there that you that you're able to you're able to follow along. You can read the question. Uh, being in the studio and playing, you don't see the question. There's no, no there's no monitors. There's no nothing there. You're only. Uh, interaction with the question is when it gets read to you yeah all you see is your score and the and the jte rules you have yeah you, your, you see your score the jte rules and, and if you have a challenge yeah. still uh but yeah you have to be able to hear and listen to the question <laughs> if you don't hear the question very well unless it's just like a complete technical boof whatever that that's a word yeah i'm, I'm, I'm just making words up technical boofs yeah, it's fetch. That's okay. gonna be the next game we do. It's I'm gonna create. A, I'm gonna create a pitch off of the term technical boof. Technical boof. Unless there's a technical boof, if you have to ask to hear the question again, <laughs> starring Shia LaBeouf. Starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> just do it. Just uh, boof it. Just boof it. If you have to ask to hear the question again, it's it's one of your repeats, one of your JTEs. Yeah. Um. So it, it, that's the problem. Is yeah, if someone's talking while they're asking the questions, or mm-hmm. you might not be able to necessarily hear it, which I mean is fantastic strategy-wise. 
they can't answer the question if they can't hear the question. But it's also technically disrespectful when you when you look at when it comes time to respect the, the actual game of it. Now I don't remember now going back like to our reaction when we watched this and we react to it. I don't remember that being like an issue. Um, not initially when we were watching it. It wasn't until later when you when you hear the general consensus and the talk about that match, post that match happening. Yeah. That it and it all comes down to I think that uh, that that Kevin Smith question, where uh, where Rachel was saying, oh, it's as if you've never seen a Kevin Smith movie. Perfectly fine for her to say that. I think that's uh. Oh Lord, AJ says can't wait till they find out what boofing is. I'll, I'll let you look that one up later. Um, I'm looking it up now. Go ahead. Keep talking. <laughs> God. Uh, I thought it was perfectly fine for Rachel to do that, you know, because they... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, AJ. <laughs> That's not what we need this channel to be known for. <laughs> Look, it's this. It was the last room we had fluffing, which... We already knew what fluffing is, so, you know, it's par for the course at this point. I don't care. There was a there was a technical boof. That works so much better now. The thing the thing of it is is that every word has a has a alternate meaning somewhere. It's usually dirty and pornographic. Yeah, hop on hop on the uh, urban Just dictionary. Don't say hop on. <laughs> Click on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> That's better. You will find every term. Every term <laughs> on Urban Dictionary. Not a sponsor. Um, but, yeah, no, so... I think Rachel is perfectly within her right to, to make that crack at them. Yeah. In between, uh, you know, them having the opportunity to answer it and then, and then the Pride having the opportunity to answer it. Um, we should end this video right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, so I think that smack talk is fine, but it's, it's, uh, I, th I think there's complaints cause like, it, it sounds like, uh, I don't know if like Vinny was talking like during while the pride was trying to answer, or I don't know what was happening, you know, in, in retrospect, but, uh, there's just some complaints about that. There's complaints about the way they handled themselves in terms of, uh, what got edited out of the video. They were talking about that on SCN earlier, the, uh. You know, situations that Christian no longer wants in the matches got had to get edited out of the video uh, after it was already released on Patreon. So some people already got to see uh, got to see you know these situations play out, and it's just it's it's things that I don't really want to go into just because Christian doesn't want it as part of the down anyway. So there's no reason to just spend time harping on it. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 those complaints and then uh, uh, Frank Janish. Doing what he does as a as a commentator for the Schmodown, as someone who talks about the numbers, talks about the game. And I've heard something about this. He uh, he sounded off on Twitter about <clears throat> about how they were uh, carrying themselves, I guess, so to speak. And uh, Ben fired back at him a little bit, going, "Hey, that's that ain't cool, man. Why are you why are you talking about this? And why are we going off on this?" And there was kind of some back and forth. And then so they. Uh, they were doing some air clearing on backstage today, and mm -hmm. a whole lot of whole lot of like just what I would say, what I would feel like is just really odd controversy. It's like at the end of the day, I think I think if we don't make a big deal over situations that don't necessarily need to make be made a big deal over, 
everyone's fine and everyone can just carry about their business. Uh, I think the big thing was the the big thing was the uh, the verbal battle, I guess, on Twitter between uh, Goddard and Janish. And how come all the good stuff happens on Twitter? I mean. Like, I right. hear, like, all the great stuff is all happening on Twitter, and I'm right. like, man, I need to be more active on Twitter, because I suck at social media. Any, like, please follow me down below. Here's my Twitter and Instagram handle down below. There's nothing please like either Please follow one of them. me. But I suck at social media. Now, part of it is, again, because I work, like, eight hours a day, and I'm not technically allowed to use my phone while I'm at work, mm -hmm. so I can't like just be pulling out my phone and tweeting and reading tweets and stuff. And by the time I get home, I'm kind of just wanting to like, decompress and stuff. Like I'm at, uh, in Full transparency, I'm actually really surprised right now how like up and uh, how much I'm participating right now because I'm just completely out of it today. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... I, I just I don't have the capacity to add uh, full time social media managing on top of it. Maybe once Cinefanatics goes like full time, yeah, and I actually am able to wake up and dedicate my entire day to Cinefanatics, which is going to happen eventually. I have complete faith in this, but until that it's happens, in the Streamlabs right up there. Yeah, so there's um, Streamlabs up above his head. There is a super chat down below. Feel free to help contribute to the eventual full timing of Cinefanatics. But yeah, uh, once I'm able to do that, maybe I'll be able to keep up with uh, well, social media a little so bit more. The word of advice for you is uh, treat treat it a little bit differently. Get on Twitter and just comment on things that you see. And that's what I that's try. It. That's what I try to do uh, periodically. Whenever I'm sitting on the toilet, uh, that's usually the best sitting time. Sitting on the toilet. Tweeting. Sitting on the toilet. Tweeting. 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 Sitting on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. Are you trying to make up your own song at this point? Oh, he's not aware of that. Never mind. Okay. Is this another SEN thing that I don't get to see because no, it's I'm not busy at work? It's, it's been a. Uh, it's it's been a video on the internet for a while. Oh yeah. Nope. Haven't been able to see that. So. For a while. For a while, for I haven't a, been able to see that. Long, 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 long time before you even started this job. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I would like to be able to be uh, hip and with it, but... You're old. Got it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's, it was it was kind of like a... a, it was a yeah, so AJ says, like, doesn't even really think it was a huge thing, Twitter included... Uh, until backstage blew up today, I think that is that is actually the truth. Uh, it blew up more on backstage today than it than it even was on Twitter. On Twitter, I thought it was just fine. I thought everyone was just fine. I think there's a lot of like drama that gets built up around that, which I get. That's that kind of that situation brings ratings to backstage, and as far as that goes, that's I think that's fine. Yeah, I just. I'm afraid about there being too much like real life drama instead of going, hey, you know what? This is all kayfabe. Let's treat this as kayfabe. Let's just this is all kayfabe. We're being we're in kayfabe with the commentator, with Frank Janish. Let's he is he is doing his job somewhat in kayfabe back. I mean it is also a sport, so you want to commentate on the actual real sports side of it. But at the same time it's like do people who commentate do they either get to 
or should they be allowed to commentate and react within the kayfabe as well? I mean, even like us as reactors to it, we've slightly dabbled in kayfabe. Sure. Uh, and then most of our dabbling was so in... So break the kayfabe. <clears throat> yeah. Christian Mo- hates that. <laughs> most of our dabbling was just in regards to uh, the match that I was in. Yeah. And, and playing along with that because that was that I was st- a part of the storyline for the reaction. And I still I still carry on with that stuff whenever uh Oh whenever absolutely something, whenever something around surrounding Burnett pops up. It's Which still... your 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 tweet the other day with Burnett, like, why did you put the burning troops in there and then he like fired back at put, you? Put, I put myself in there or whatever. I'm like, stop yeah, like stop it and you had like, it was a, a modern family where he was spraying Manny with the water bottle. Stop yeah. it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, there's there's playing around with with that side of it, and until uh, we get an opportunity to enter into a much larger world, that's probably that's mostly the extent of where the kayfabe lies in regards to where we're at right now. It is a lot of fun though. But I think I think going back to that, you have a situation where you have someone like uh, Frank who who can do realistic commentating on it, talk about the numbers, talk about how the game played, talk about how he thinks the individual competitors played. But then he also is going to understand the kayfabe side of it. So when someone like Ben and wants to fire back at him, Ben should choose to do so under the kayfabe guys, leave his real feelings to that at the door, treat it as kayfabe, fire back at him in kayfabe, and then let Janish come back at him again in kayfabe. And let's just all release ourselves from the actual real drama of it and just treat it as kayfabe. And I think the the real breaking point here is that uh, Frank Janish is a numbers man. Right. He is, he is the person that's reporting on the number, And the numbers are from the actual competition, which again, there's kayfabe, there's a storyline going on, but the competition, the actual movie trivia, is real. Yeah. So therefore, the the numbers that he is reporting are real numbers. They're not like there's no kayfabe in the reporting of how a team or a person performed mm-hmm. on the schmodown. So therefore, you would think that there would be no kayfabe with him. Everything he does is the real, actual stats of the game. But that does not mean he can't play along Correct. when we're talking about how a team carries themselves or how an individual competitor carries themselves. Yeah. And they, in turn, want to say something in kayfabe back to him. Yeah. Then you play along with it. And I, that might be part, maybe part of the issue is just that people don't realize that he is also capable of playing along. I um, mean, you look at... Uh, 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 Gilmore, yeah. who is also a part of the Schmodown rundown, the after show with Frank Janish. Uh, I mean, they're essentially just talking about like recapping the Schmodown thoughts, feelings, and opinions. He has played in kayfabe before. Oh, he knows kayfabe like the back of his hand. Oh yeah, he's a big he's a big wrestling fan. So yeah. I mean, first and foremost, that's where kayfabe essentially comes from he, is wrestling. He lives and breathes wrestling. He he works with Booker T. He's uh, he knows kayfabe. He's played kayfabe. He's played kayfabe with uh with like say the call to action people with all the other reactors. Yeah, he's played kayfabe. Essentially, he kind of did it with us too when we did the reaction at the beginning of the season with him. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check that out on this channel. Uh, <laughs> shameless plug. Um, what else are you going to do? You're in quarantine. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good content. I feel like we've created a lot of good content on our channel. Feel yeah. free to go back and watch that. Also, check out his book, Back from the Future. It's going to be in stores next month. Uh, so, pre-order now. Uh, I feel like he's been sending them out already. I think he's been sending them out, but I think the official release is still... Oh, it's in April, yeah. It's still next month. Yeah, it's in April. Yeah. Uh, which I'm actually really eager to read that. That That might be... I love Back to the Future. That sounds like a fantastic book. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I get that. I can see where there's, like, issues and confusion, and it, it just might be, like, uh, this time right now that maybe, like, all aspects of the schmodown are not completely fleshed out, where people who are a part of the, the schmodown, or they're a part of, like, official schmodown adjacent content, or even, like, those that are just the non-official, but still pretty high-ranking uh down adjacent content we need to start the understanding that these people are also potentially able to play within that kayfabe and uh like we've mentioned john roca probably about 50 times now but mm -hmm. i think that's a good one where he has been in all social media he has been playing his kayfabe character the outlaw and it's when people fire off at him too and people like a lot of people just have not understood that he's he's not acting as john roca the human being completely capable of like common sense and rational thinking and emotions and sympathy yeah they're talking to the outlaw his character from the Schmodown. And that's where, like, we've seen over, like, the past year or so where he's caught a lot of flack from people just not realizing that. And nothing against John Roca at all for it. That's his character. Mm -hmm. But it's just, uh, people got to get used to how, how kayfabe works, how, how this is. People took his character personally and therefore fired back at him personally, in which case now he's having to step back and be like, whoa, hold on a minute. Yeah. Uh, are we gonna play and, this game? Because I'm gonna keep firing off at you under the under the guise of the outlaw. But now you're attacking me personally, and how do I feel about that personally? Yeah, and so the couple of things that I've seen him do, and God bless him, he has not broken character at all. Uh, the only way he was essentially saved or redeemed was other people stepping in, going, "Hey, y'all, you realize he's." He's just acting as his outlaw character. He doesn't actually mean this in real life. He's not going to admit it because he's in that character. Yeah, and I... And we're, you need to back off. We're seeing, like, <laughs> the great rift that was between him and Call to Action even got even yeah. got healed. Uh, Christian really convinced him, like, dude, you need to do chill to action. You need to go on their channel because it's going to be good stuff for you. Mm -hmm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a great opportunity for you to kind of let people get to know you a little bit more behind the scenes and they they will treat you with respect and they they did they absolutely did and it's it was one, fantastic it was a fantastic episode and it's one of the catalysts to them hitting over a thousand subscribers yeah which was fantastic uh, i love to see that that kind of growth but so like we don't have that kind of like homegrown type of rivalry with anyone except like burnett but i guess but I guarantee right now, if you ask Burnett who are Robert and Chris Adams, he's going to go, I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I mean, we've had a couple of good talks with him. And he's... Maybe. I mean, I, you if you attached our names next to our pictures online, then maybe, yeah. But for the most part, I mean, we, 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 we play around with it, but it, it's still, again, like we said earlier, it's still very loose in that world because we just haven't 
been granted the opportunity to really play in that world to a greater extent, which is perfectly fine for, for right now, especially yeah. given the situation that the whole world is in at the moment. We can't really travel anywhere, and there's no one can to travel. really travel to. Yeah, I mean, you're also looking at, like, prior to the whole quarantine, all that stuff, the Schmodown season this year was already having to, you know, focus on so many newcomers, so many people within these factions who needed to be given matches that I if you I have a hard time drafted. I have a hard time believing anybody who is considered a free agent would even get a match this year. No, outside of completely understand outside of like an exhibition or, you know, I need you specifically for a storyline of yeah. some sort. Yeah, completely understandable given what the season, what the show was built up on. Yeah. That makes sense. It's completely okay. Um, it's just going to be really entertaining. So I'm, I'm eager for that. So, I mean, going back to that match on the flip side, you have, you have the butcher boys, you got Owen Mugen and Vinnie Mancuso making their debuts in the Schmodown, which Vinnie writes for Schmodown. Owen is a producer. Yep. And so as far as like kind of coming out of nowhere, they held their own pretty well. Um, I would say, I don't. I don't even know if I would properly. I could, I could probably argue that the reason they lost that match was just because they're rookies, or, uh, or just and, because they haven't had enough time under the lights. And a lot of it might have also been just the. A lot of it was the spin of the wheel. Like in round two, I know they got the. Uh, they got Kevin Smith, which is a huge strength of Rachel Silverstreeny. Yeah. So it that really was that like if you spin something that is that big of a strength, you either are on top of your game or you're losing the points. Right. You're going to give up points easily. If you don't know it, points are gone. And the other team will get those points. That it's just a matter of something like that happening. You can slow it down if you you know, you obviously go to multiple choice on each one, but at the you're still going to give away one point. And at if, the end of the day, you're still giving away points. Yeah. So, I mean, you look at their situation and it's not... I, I wouldn't even fault them for it, for spinning away from Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Because specific actors and actresses are very broad categories. You spin that, you're going to get any number of things of which actor portrayed a character in this Scarlett Johansson movie. And it's like, well, I don't know if I was going to answer a question on Scarlett Johansson. So it, it makes sense to hedge your bets and spin away from that. Unfortunately, yeah, they land on the strength of their competitor, which is going to happen in the Schmodown. Anything can happen in the Schmodown. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 one of those where it just comes down to an unfortunate series of luck for them that they that they didn't win their first match. <clears throat> but I think as a team, they had a they still had a really good showing. Yeah, and I think you know they had that time under the lights already. Next match they get look out i i do like the the mat the team of ben goddard and rachel silverstreeny i think the pride is a fantastic team i'm happy that they worked very well together because mm. I, I like seeing rachel silverstreeny partnered with someone that essentially compliments her and her knowledge right uh, i know a lot of people were always uh, were saying that they, it would be great they would love to see uh Rachel Silverstreeny and Janine the Machine, both of whom are like I would say kind of underrated players that mm-hmm. uh, should be like going into 
tournament season this year as people to watch. A lot of people were like, well, I want to see them partner in a team. The problem is, is they're both pretty equal in knowledge. Mm-hmm. So they, if you're equal in knowledge, you're not really going to compliment someone. Uh, say like you and me, you don't know about horror movies and I'm a walking horror dictionary, so to speak. I wouldn't have added the shenari on there, but okay. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so if uh, that, th- there's something where my knowledge helps benefit you and your knowledge of La La Land is going to benefit me. Because uh, he refuses to watch it for a second time. Yeah. I wouldn't say I refuse, but I just need to be highly... Uh... The second time is where I found out I loved that movie, so I'm just saying. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I just need to be highly encouraged to watch it again, maybe. But I've got a lot of other movies I need to hit up, too. So, uh, In fact, if you have any movies you would recommend, feel free to let me know down below. You can hit up my letterbox. It's also at my address, Robert Adams MLP. Uh, come follow me on there. Check out movies that are in my watch list and recommend some because I... I there's times it's funny i go through that and i see like movies i'm like ooh, i want to watch that i want to watch that i watch that i'm at the middle of work okay i yeah. don't have I'm, I'm sitting there looking at my letterbox while i'm at work and i don't i don't have the opportunity to watch those movies and so therefore i want to watch all the movies that are on there i'm at home it's my day off and i'm like i want to watch a movie i pull up my letterbox i'm like nah, i don't want to watch that i'm not in the mood no that doesn't yeah eh, I, I need to focus more than i'm willing to give my attention on for that movie yeah and i hate that so yeah so uh going back to shimona we're uh probably about wrapped up on this talk so go ahead and get those i know you typed it in the chat there go ahead and get those questions in any questions you guys want to ask us anything that you uh you feel like you want to know about us specifically we're going to be uh we're going to be doing this a lot over the next month or so yeah (laughs) so uh Get those questions and get to know us real well, apparently, over over the course of this isolation time. Um, but, yeah. I mean, as far as that match goes, I thought it was a great match. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more out of both those teams. Uh, I know we've stated before, time and time again, on both our reactions and during these live streams, you know, we've been first and foremost dungeon heads. We, we love supporting our dungeon. We love supporting Kevin Smets. But the den is... I, I feel like the den for me is just... The right next one to, really close second like right there behind and uh, i would say the only reason i was probably like more wanting to support the den is one i mean the, we don't know the guys from the dungeon uh thanks to this reaction i mean at least we other than kaiser and Smets. yeah well i mean we no for this particular team oh yeah yeah uh we we don't know the the two who are in this team we haven't had any any interaction with and them when we give predictions on matches during reactions we usually go Un- unbiasedly we, uh, we know rachel silverstreet we've had multiple interactions with her mm-hmm. uh we've talked to ben goddard before we've had interactions with him as well both of whom from at least the fan perspective had the more experience so therefore that was who we kind of leaned with yeah rather than just going blindly to the dungeon just because it's the dungeon right uh and also kate is the best um <laughs> Kaiser's good too. Kaiser's great. Kate is Kate is Kate's Kate. Um so Kate has a fan, fanny pack. Kate's got a magic fanny pack that anything and everything can That puts in. to shame uh Mary Poppins carpet bag. So far. I think I said that before on like uh, some live stream chat. 
Mary Poppins pull a lamp from her bag. She before? pulled a lamp from her bag. Nobody Kate needs pulled, that. Nobody Kate, needs a lamp in the schmodown. Kate pulled out ribs. I mean, I'm we're from Texas. Who are you gonna go with? A lamp or ribs? I mean, I love lamp, but I also love ribs. Uh, I saw what she did there. Good job. Finger uh, guns. I'm sitting here like guns. I'm sitting here like uh, trying to sound like if you ever go to the optometrist. For those of you who have glasses or corrective eyewear, for those or of you whose vision sucked like ours, lamp. Or ribs. <laughs> lamp <laughs> or ribs? I see a rack of ribs. Oh, I'm sorry, it's a lamp. It's a, You should have been seeing ribs the whole time. So, anyways, yeah, we're we're actually probably going to end this one a little bit early. If y'all probably. have any questions, it doesn't look like there's... No one's dropping anything yet. Got nothing on the Streamlabs. Nothing in the Super Chats. Nothing in the regular chats. I think we will probably call it an early night on this one then. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of other, again, I talked about this earlier, there's a lot of people in this space, uh, in, in like, I guess, Schmodown adjacent content that's yeah. streaming. Uh, I know there's a big one that's going on right now this second is Video Drew uh, doing a live stream uh, with celebrating. It's wow, uh, happening right now, isn't it? It is, and I, I kind of want to hop on there yeah, uh, just because it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to call but this one early night. She's then. celebrating uh, Eric Rodriguez, who is the editor, the video editor of the Schmodown. Uh, really, he's a huge inspiration, I would say, for me, because uh, I do like a yeah. lot of the editing. I know I, I'm guessing inspiration for you because you do your own editing for your videos he's, aside as well. He's just his work ethic. His work ethic, besides the fact that yeah. his edits are fantastic, regardless. Yes, his work ethic is what I actually really like. Super, uh, super get behind is, you know, I wanna I wanna be able to have the work ethic that he has when it comes to editing projects and whatnot. Yeah, so today's his birthday. Uh, I want to go over and check those out. Uh, let me see. Uh, Kelsey Kirkland posted a trailer reaction tonight. I have another posting tomorrow. Fantastic. Get on it, yeah. I, 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 I want to see small creators just like us like grow them. Kelsey Kirkland is a part of that Call to Action uh, podcast channel that we talked about earlier. Rocking her own YouTube channel now, she's, too. She's doing her own YouTube channel, Um so I'm eager to see growth from like pretty much everyone that we're associated with because yeah. this is a fantastic space to be in. If you know how to play YouTube right, this space is so much fun to be in. I am thoroughly enjoying being a YouTuber. We got our we got our friends out here. It's nice to be able to come up with them as well. Yeah. So everyone, everyone sees success at the same time. We all support each other. So. So we're going to go check out those other videos. Uh, that's pretty much going to, I guess, call it for tonight. Go check out. Where can the kids find us? The kids can find us. You see our uh, Twitter. I guess this is both our Twitter and our Instagram handles down below. Right uh, make sure you follow us. You can also follow the entire Cinefanatics channel. We are on Twitter and Instagram at MLP. You can follow us on Facebook. We're at Facebook.com slash groups slash Cinefanatics. That's my thing. You don't take it. Eh, I just felt like I needed to do a hand gesture. I'm no. all about the hand gestures at no. the camera type no. of thing. No, no. All right, Palpatine, calm down. Anyways, uh, that's where they found. That's where they find all us. Uh, Schmodown, go SEN, Schmodown Entertainment Network. Go check out the Schmodown over there. Uh, check out SEN Live weekdays, and then uh, we talked about Call to Action earlier. Go check them out. Call to Action on YouTube as well. Call to Action podcast, I should say, on YouTube as well. They're doing really cool interviews with a lot of those Schmodown personalities and 
really fun debates. I know they're doing the uh, was it they're doing the the Roca versus Bibiani. John Roca versus William Bibiani. That's tomorrow. Yeah, uh, that's gonna be a good one. Yeah, so go check that all that out, and that's gonna pretty much do it. So let's roll that music, and there we go. Beautiful bean footage. The beautiful bean footage, which still doesn't have anything to do with movies, but we like saying that phrase anyways. <laughs> we will see y'all again next week for the tagline. Anyways, that's gonna do it for the Cinefinex. I'm Robert Adams. That's Chris Adams. We will see y'all next week. Later. Yeah.